Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. We have a mixture on talking trading today with the Donald and Mickey Ackermike Pence. Oh boy, I can't wait to be a great big hero. Running the White House, some traders are feeling uneasy about making money in the performing US market. So we're going to address that straight away. Chris Tate gives a wrap of the markets for the week ending the 3rd of February. We also hear from Louise Bedford. Did you have a tough childhood? Are you still wearing scars of unresolved issues from adolescence which haven't healed? Is the past still spilling into the present, affecting your self-esteem, your identity? There are tools to get out of dark situations, and Louise looks at them in mind power. And to prevent childhood trauma from happening in the first place, we also hear from Ben Reggetti of the Wells School in Victoria. Ben is a resilience expert in children. Louise speaks to him in a cafe conversation. Chris Tate, hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Hi, Caroline. Welcome back. We haven't spoken since Donald Trump got elected. It's been a long time. Uh, A lot seems to have happened since then. It does. With Donald in the Mickey in the White House, the S&P 500 closed one point from its all-time high at 2,297.37. How is the American market travelling? I actually think if you look at the US market, long-term trend is up, mid-term trend is up, short-term trend is up. And I think what happens with people, and this is from personal conversations I've had with people, is that they're unable to separate their personal revulsion for Trump and all the things he stands for, as any right-minding thinking human being would have. Tell us what you really think, Chris. Oh, yeah. Versus what's actually happening in the market. The bottom line is, is you have this fool in the White House, but the market is going up. So it doesn't matter what you think about him. It's what's actually happening in the market. And look, I do understand that perception is reality and that everybody creates their own reality. But the problem is markets are a voting machine. They vote on all the collective realities and decide which one is correct. Now, your reality might be that Trump is the antichrist and the world's going to end. But that's currently not the market's reality. The market's reality is US markets are strong. There are still more stocks making new 52-week highs than lows. There are still more stocks above their long-term moving averages than below. You've got European markets slowly recovering, and you're even seeing a little bit of action in 
Hang Seng and Nikai. So you've got this dichotomy where you've got to separate your personal feelings from what is actually reality. And the reality is markets are moving up. US markets are near their all-time highs. There's nothing you can do about that. And so you have to trade what you see, not what you want to see. So let's go into a little bit more detail about the other world markets. They are trending. How's the DAX, the CAC and the FTSE going? European markets are actually, since the US election, surprisingly robust. I've always struggled with the FTSE because it has a tendency to go sideways for, I don't know, uh, since Moses played fullback for Mount Sinai in the under-12s. But that's that's actually changing. You're actually getting some decent-sized trends in world equities markets. So admittedly, they don't, they don't seem to have that popular involvement. That seems to have changed since 2008. But that's an irrelevancy. The relevant thing is, is that they're moving to new highs or they're moving to sort of midterm highs that they haven't seen for quite some time. And that's all that matters. Everything else is an irrelevancy and part of the echo chamber of your own head. Let's look at commodity markets. This is interesting because you're getting, we can probably split these into two broad groups. Energy sector going nowhere, hasn't gone anywhere really since 2016. Precious metals on the other hand, particularly gold and silver, which suffered that awful collapse over you know the better part of this decade, are actually starting to show signs of life. Uh, in talking in my own book, my short-term and mid-term systems have buy signals on both uh, gold, silver, platinum at the, at the same time. So uh, this is probably too long a bow to draw. It, you might be, if you were to build a narrative to explain it, you might say that you are getting some subtle rotation out of equities looking for a safe haven in precious metals. But that as a narrative at present doesn't really stack up because equities markets are still trying to make new highs. So you've got precious metals doing their thing, equities markets doing their thing, energy sector doing nothing. You're also, there is some movement in the soft commodities, like the big performers of the year to date, I think, have been what oats, sugar, cotton, coffee, lean hogs, all the traditional commodities that you would expect. Let's look at the Australian market. Well, there's a market that's really not doing a lot, unfortunately. Again, we always say this. This is the constant comment. <laughs> and this, this is the great difficulty, is that the Australian market meanders. There are special situations within that, particularly as you're getting a movement within precious metals. So when, when you drill down and you become ever more granular, it becomes a trader's market. It's not an investor's market at present because you'll, you'll just sit there in the top 20 really going nowhere just treading water. But if you add granularity to it and you focus down onto the individual gold stocks and individual precious metal stocks and be selective in that decision-making process, then that's where you'll start to find, if you're a local equities trader, uh, some form of opportunity. Let's go on to what you do have your eye on and what opportunities you are looking at. Okay, talking my own book, Still long US markets, mid-term and short-term. My very short-term system, which was thrown out of gold and silver last week, is actually looking to reset itself. But that's against the backdrop of 
longer term positions that already exist. So the majority of my positions at present exist within both equities and a, and a select basket of commodities, but it's really quite small. But they're the ones providing most of the punch. What's your advice to traders over the next period of time? It is separate what you think is happening and your own personal feelings from what is actually happening. Because what a lot of people I've noticed is struggling with is the notion that someone they revile and someone who, quite frankly, is an appalling human being is giving them the opportunity to make money. And that presents people with a great deal of psychological and emotional sort of tension. But whilst the opportunities are there, it would be foolish not to take advantage of them. Chris Tate, thanks for your time. Thanks, Caroline. Hi, I'm Lane Beachley, seven times world surfing champion, and you're listening to Talking Trading. There's a story of two brothers. They had an alcoholic father who used to abuse them. One brother studied hard at school. He got good marks. He qualified for law. He became a barrister. He got married. He had several children. He never wanted for anything material in his life. The other brother got involved with the wrong crowd at school. He started dealing drugs. He became a convicted felon and an addict. When asked how their lives ended up the way they did, both brothers replied in exactly the same way. They both said, with a father like mine, I had no choice. A lot of successful traders didn't have it easy growing up, and success is a psyche. Louise Bedford now gives some tools to get over any childhood pain and deal with the effects in adulthood so you can become the best trader possible. Did you have an ace childhood? It is perhaps not as good as it sounds. We would think of ACE as being fantastic, but it actually stands for, in psychology circles, Adverse Childhood Experiences. So many of my traders, not only in the mentor program, but also from the emails that I receive because I'm a best-selling author, tell me about childhood trauma and how that trauma has seeped into their adult life. Now, I've done some research on this because I have a feeling more people are affected than perhaps we would first think. You see, from the research, it seems that the past can spill into the present. But on the positive side, you can dial down your reactions. You can reboot your brain. Now, there are scientific ways of measuring this, so everything I'm about to mention to you to try has actually been randomized, double-blind tested. So we know that that is the litmus test as to whether this is actually a good piece of research. Now, what they looked at in the research was to see under MRI whether people under certain therapeutic conditions could create new neurons which is called neurogenesis, and can they create new synaptic connections in their brain, which is called synaptogenesis. Now, these methods are clinically proven to do this. So if you are serious about overcoming your adverse childhood experience, here are a few things that you can try. 
The first one, which is definitely close to my heart and I think has saved me personally thousands of dollars in therapy bills, is writing to heal. Now, there was a groundbreaking piece of research by James Pennebaker, who was a professor of psychology at the University of Texas in Austin. He created an assignment for his students. He said over the next four days, write down your deepest emotions and thoughts about the emotional upheaval that has been influencing your life. Now, he told them to really let themselves go in writing, explore the event and how it affected the student. And he even said you might try this in relation to your childhood or maybe it's in relation to the relationship that you have with your parents. Perhaps the people you've loved or love now have caused some trauma write it all down and write continuously for 20 minutes. Now, he only got this going for four days because that's an easy thing to study. But as you know, I am a big supporter of the morning journal concept where we continue this method for life. Now, the results of his study show that not only did the students' results go up in terms of their grades improving, there were also fewer doctor visits and there was an increase in their autoimmune function so that they fought off infections and that continued three months after those four days. So it has a long-term impact, this writing things down. The other things that have been included in the studies that I've researched to improve our synaptogenesis and our neurogenesis in a positive way to overcome childhood trauma are meditation, yoga, therapy, but particularly cognitive behavioural therapy, and support from your community. I want you to think about this. Did you actually have a bad day? Or did you have five minutes that were bad and you milked those five minutes continuously for the whole day? You see, people with an ace childhood can be reactionary overreact, in fact, to minor things that go wrong. And I have seen it in my traders' lives. If you have somebody with an ace childhood, which we know is that adverse childhood experience, they are more likely to react to the markets as being an, a proponent of change. And that change can sometimes lead to fear and depression and concern when they've made a loss that springs over into an identity region. So if you make a loss, you feel worthless and you're more likely to feel that way if you've had an adverse childhood experience. I want you to know that the support is there for you. You are not alone. You can think your way out of your own darkest situation. But take action. Address your ACE childhood with these five methods. Writing, practice meditation, yoga, therapy, and support from your community. And you'll be one step closer to living the trader's life. 
Benerigetti runs the Wells School in Victoria. To prevent childhood trauma from happening in the first place, Ben is a resilience expert in children. What I love about Ben is that you can hear the sincerity in his voice about his work. He is a beautiful human being. Louise Bedford spoke to Ben briefly in a cafe conversation. I have a fantastic cafe conversation for you. I am sitting with Ben Rigetti. Now, Ben runs wells.com.au. It's W-E-L-S.com.au. He is a resilience expert, not for adults, for children. And this is a real key. We've discussed a lot about developing an appropriate wealth mindset for children, and resilience is a big part of this. Now, Ben, why is it important, in your view, for children to develop resilience? Oh, thanks, Louise. Well, resilience is about how do we deal with all the challenges, adversity, failure, difficulties that we invariably confront in our life. Children face those over and over. So the real challenge and the thing that we try and do is is give young people lots of opportunities to be tested, challenged, to struggle with situations, and then to learn from those in a positive way. So to really develop a kind of, you know, people use the term growth mindset a lot. So it's really how can you learn from those difficulties, not give up on them, but persevere, and then be built from those. I think that's so important because to develop the traders for tomorrow, you're actually working with the kids today. And that's terrific to see. Mm. Now, Ben, if people would like more information on your holiday programs and your resilience programs for their children, how can they get in touch with you? Oh, lots of ways. Well, you mentioned the website before at wells.com.au or email us at info at wells.com.au. But more than happy to chat to anyone about it. Fantastic. (laughs) Thanks for your time, Ben. Thanks, Louise. That's all today, guys. Stay tuned next week to hear Dr. Harry Stanton on how to develop that winning mindset to conquer the markets. I'm Caroline Stephen. Have a good week. Take care. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.